This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast, Episode 5. This episode is all about book imposter syndrome. We're going to be covering the three lies you're telling yourself, and then I'm going to share a really helpful method at the end if you're facing one of those momentary imposter feelings. So, This is an important episode. I actually wrote that in my notes in all capital letters. I said big, important episode today, and that is because this is relevant to 100% of us. Maybe you haven't felt it yet, but somewhere along your book journey, you're going to face those feelings of being uncomfortable or nervous or anxious, feeling like you're a fraud or you're an imposter, or really the thing that you're asking yourself is, who am I? Who am I to do X, Y, Z? In this case, it's who am I to write a book? And this is so normal. I cannot stress that enough. This is so normal. Again, all of us are going to face this at some point. I have felt the book imposter syndrome when I was going through my own book journey. All of my clients have felt it somewhere along the lines, whether it's before they started writing or halfway through, or they always get a little pang of this feeling right before we go through a launch because, you know, that's when you're like, ah, it's real, it's real. And again, this is so totally normal, but I know that even me saying that doesn't make it feel any better. It's like, if this is normal, why am I feeling this way? You know, I remember when I was a kid, once I picked up one of my mom's magazines and I read this little interesting tidbit about Barbara Streisand, about how she would literally get physically ill and throw up before every show that she performed. And it didn't make sense to me. I remember running to my mom and I was like, how can this be? You know, I'm thinking to myself, this is someone that people paid tickets to actually watch her go on stage and perform, but it didn't matter to her because she felt so nervous and anxious, like she didn't belong on that stage, that it manifested itself into a physical illness. So if that can happen to a big star like Barbara Streisand, of course it can happen to you. But how do you actually move through it? That's why we're going to talk about the tips that we're going to talk about here beyond those lies so that you can pinpoint exactly where you are pointing that false story about yourself so that you can actually move past it. So why did I actually decide to record this episode now? It's because last week I was having an amazing discovery call with a really impressive female entrepreneur, and she had reached out to me. She was referred to me. She's been thinking about writing a book for forever. And let me tell you, I was really nervous for this discovery call, okay? (laughs) I mean, this woman is a powerhouse. She has hundreds of thousands of social media followers. She's been in business for almost 10 years. She's built a multiple seven-figure business. And I asked her, I said, with everything that you've done, you've never wanted to write a book? And she said, no, no, Jessica, I've always wanted to write a book, but I never felt like I was worthy. And I was taken aback because if anyone on the outside looked at what she was doing, they would think this woman has like unshakable confidence. So for her to say that to me, and I I turned around and I said, well, what about now? 
Now do you feel like you're worthy? Now that you've reached these huge milestones that some people only dream of? And she said, to be honest, I still feel that way. So I share this with you again to highlight the fact that if you are telling yourself that, you know, maybe if you were further along in your business, you wouldn't be feeling this way, that's not the case. This is going to touch every single one of us. Doesn't matter what level of success you've reached. And we'll talk more about that as we work through these three lies. But it was that call with her that really prompted me, okay, this is something that I need to talk about ASAP on the podcast because I want everyone to know that they are not alone and that these feelings can get mitigated and worked through so that you can absolutely, totally shine with what you're going to share with the world in your book. So let's jump into these three lies that you're telling yourself about being an imposter and not being worthy of having a book in the world. So the first lie that you're telling yourself is that I don't know enough. Maybe you're telling yourself, I just don't know enough about my niche. What I always share with my clients is that you only need to be one step ahead. And it's a funny thing because we get into an industry or a niche and all we can see is those ahead of us. What we don't realize is that just by being in your niche and the information that you already know, that puts you like ahead of 90% of the general population. So you're already an expert of some sort. You may not be like expert, expert, expert level, like top, top, top tier, but that doesn't matter. To your reader, they're searching for an answer to their problem that they're having. And they actually can relate better to someone that is just closer to them, right? Like how many times have you felt a connection with someone that you started interacting with online, I'm sure it was much more with a person that was closer to your level than someone that was far, 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 far beyond. Like you're never going to feel this deep connection with a Kardashian or something, right? Or maybe you are. No judgment. (laughs) You know, I think about one of my uh, personal clients. She's a brand new health coach, literally just got certified. I don't think she has any paying clients yet. She's taken on some just to kind of get her feet wet. And we're kind of working through this now. And she's saying, you know, I feel like I need to know more. But what I continuously point out to her is she knows so much. And I'm telling you this, you know so much. You don't realize how much you know, because you're always pointing the finger at someone that's further along than you. But just being in the industry that you're in puts you, again, ahead of 90% of the population. And I also want to point something out here. If you're questioning your knowledge, that's actually proving the fact that you're not an imposter, right? Because someone that is a scam artist, they're never going to question themselves, right? They're ne- someone that's an actual poser, they're never thinking, hmm, you know, who am I to do this? I'm a fraud. I mean, we know they're frauds. An actual fraud is never going to question the fact that they're a fraud, right? So if you're thinking about that, I want you to remember the fact that if you're questioning yourself, that's a good thing. You're questioning your worth and turn that around. Say, I'm glad that I'm questioning my worth because it proves that I'm going to be able to show up and provide the most value and the best strategies to my readers. So that's the first lie. The second lie, and this is one that I feel like maybe all of us are going to feel at some point. And the second lie is that I'm not big enough. I'm not big enough. And maybe big to you can mean something different than someone else. Maybe if 
to be considered big, you're thinking money that you make, right? Like revenue from your business. Like maybe you don't think you can write a book until you've made a billion dollars or something. Or maybe for you, big is the amount of social media followers that you get. To be honest, that's what I hear most from women that I chat with and meet in masterminds and uh, girls that buy my courses, clients of mine. They say, you know, I I only have this many followers on Instagram or whatever it may be. And I always remind them that people don't really find your book through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever it may be. People find your book on Amazon. They search for you on social media after they have purchased your book on Amazon and read the book. So it's sort of like a reverse way of thinking, but any new followers that I get that have read my book, they always come to me after. It was never that they, you know, were following me on Instagram and then they were like, "Oh, the, the she has a book. Let me read it." Of course that does happen, which is great, but it's it's 90% of the time it's the other way around. You know, this is something that I was reminded of a couple months ago, I read a very quick read by an author named Mira Cawthand, and she's a self-published author. She's like a prolific self-published author. She's written like seven, eight, nine books now, all self-published on Amazon. I think all of them have been Amazon bestsellers. So she is like the epitome of author entrepreneur, because then when I went to find her on Instagram, she had something like 2000 followers. Now to you, that might seem like a big amount, but To me, I'm thinking, okay, so she's still pretty, I would say, like has a micro audience on Instagram. But I think that's great because she doesn't put her focus there. And she's still selling her book to thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. And she's built up an incredible six or seven figure business on the back end. She is 100% an example of an author entrepreneur. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking maybe I want to have her on the podcast. So I'm going to make a note here do an interview with Mira Cawthand. (laughs) Got to reach out to her. So again, you only need to be one step ahead. So if you feel like you're not big enough, remember that whatever it is that you're teaching on, even if it's weight loss, you know, I have, I met a girl just a couple months ago. She wrote a weight weight loss book and she is the type of person that she just has an amazing figure. I don't think she's ever had to lose a big amount of weight, but she wrote a weight loss book. And I think that's great. I think that's amazing. Just because she hasn't lost weight herself doesn't mean she's not worthy about writing a weight loss book because she knows the basics of doing it and she's worked with others and had them reach successes as well. You know, even if you were going to write a book on how to invest in the stock market, it doesn't mean you need to have made millions of dollars in the stock market, right? So if you feel like you don't know enough, you're not big enough, remind yourself that you only need to be one step ahead. And then the last lie that you might be telling yourself, lie number three, is that I should delay until I feel more confident. This is a huge no-no, like big no. Here is the problem, is that everything in you is hardwired to stay away from fear. Like this is just how our ancestors survived. I'm talking like a long time ago, right? Like our ancestors from thousands of years ago is that the ones that paid attention to fear and stayed away from it are the ones that survived. So we're descendants of those. That's actually something that I learned from Mel Robbins and you can actually search fear and Mel Robbins on YouTube. She has some amazing insights about this, like science-based insights. And the problem is, is that we get into this headspace where we think, okay, 
I am going to wait until I feel more confident. I am more comfortable just sitting here and kind of maybe researching a little bit and just kind of taking a step back. And I'm going to, I'm just going to put it off a little bit until I feel more confident. But (laughs) this is backwards because the confidence that you get from doing whatever that you're doing doesn't come from sitting back. It only comes from moving forward and taking action. So it's like a catch-22. I realize that, but I share this with you because I go through this with all of the women that I work with, that you can only feel confident if you're taking action. You know, I was at the park a couple days ago with my little toddler. His favorite thing right now is on the swings, and he goes, higher, 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 higher. That's all he says over and over. But uh, we were sitting there in the swings, and there was another mom there with her probably six, seven, eight-year-old kid. And he was talking about signing up for baseball. And she kept telling him, I'm so excited to sign you up for baseball. You're going to do great. You know, she was encouraging him like any great mom would. And he said something along the lines of like, mom, I'm not a baseball player. I don't know if I could play. I don't think I'm a baseball player. And of course she said, honey, that's silly. That's silly. If you play baseball, you're a baseball player. And it was as simple as that. I thought, huh, you know, that is such a powerful thing to keep in mind that the thing that you want to do and want to be known as for you, of course, you're listening to this podcast for a reason, right? You want to be an author. And the way that you get there is by authoring a book. You can't become a writer without writing. But how do you become a writer? By writing. How do you become an author? You author a book. I wish I remember where this quote came from, but I heard this quote and I wrote it down in my journal. Everyone wants to be the noun without having to do the verb. So in this case, it's everyone wants to be an author without having to do the writing. (laughs) But in, in reality, it's like you have to do the verb in order to become the noun. But it can be as simple as that. It can be as simple as if you actually do the work That's what makes you the thing that you want to be, right? So that lie of I should delay until I feel more confident, no, 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 no. Your confidence comes from actually working through and pushing through that uncomfortableness. So let's recap those three lies. The first lie is I don't know enough. The second lie is I'm not big enough. And the third lie is I should delay until I feel more confident. I hope that you are able to resonate with one, two, or maybe all of them you can resonate with. And once you can pinpoint where you're feeling like you're telling yourself that lie, you can move past it and get into the fun part of feeling like you're doing what you're called to do with your book and sharing your stories and strategies with the world. Of course, I wouldn't be honest with you if I didn't tell you that you may face these feelings over and over like a roller coaster, which is always fun, right? But the good thing about knowing that they're coming is being prepared for them. So if you know that you might feel like an imposter at some point moving forward, then here is the method that I always tell the women that I work with. Follow the STAR method. So S-T-A-R. It's an acronym, STAR. So that is S, stand in front of the mirror. T, take three deep breaths. A, acknowledge three accomplishments. And R, repeat three times. No one is you, and that is your power. You can say no one is me and that is my power. But I think there is something great about standing in front of the mirror and kind of looking at yourself and saying, hey, you, no one is you and that is your power. Because 
That is true. No one is you and that is your power. No one has the stories, the struggles, and the strategies that you have. And the world needs your book because you haven't shared it with us yet, right? And no one is you and that is your power. I'm Jessica DeVry. Thank you for joining me on this podcast episode. Remember that when you write your story, you change the world. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast. Now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book. And if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.